Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? I'm doing well. It's Brother Michael. How are you? Hi, Sister Stephanie. I'm well. Oh, good morning, Stephanie. How are you doing? I'm pretty good, pretty good. I like to wake up early in the morning, get my day started. Say good morning right. to the birds and the wind and sunshine and God's grace and all of that stuff. Very good. Good to hear you sound. Mm, thank you. Morning, good morning, happy Monday. Good morning. Happy Monday. Happy Monday. Who might this be? This is Sister Stephanie. How are you? I've been on here um, a couple. I was on here all last week and a couple of times. Well, blessed to hear your voice again, Sister Stephanie. Thank you for joining us. Amen. Thank you. Good morning. It's Susie. Good morning, Sister Susie. Happy Monday. Good morning. Happy Monday to you too. You have a wonderful and blessed day. Thanks. Good morning. Good morning, Brother Michael. Happy Monday. Uh oh, two voices at once. Let's have the female go first. Sorry about that. Good morning, it's Brother Michael. Happy Monday. Happy Monday to you, too. And good morning, this is Prosperous Pam. Morning, Prosperous Pam. Happy Monday. Good morning. Can I have a prayer request? Good morning, Mrs. Diane. Morning, Sister Diane. Good morning. Happy Monday, everyone. Thank you. Happy Monday. Okay, Sister Pam, what's your prayer with you? Um, my mom is still in the hospital, so if you could just agree with me in prayer for complete and total healing. I got um, the last part of it cut off. I know your mom's in the hospital, and you want us to agree with you on prayer. What was the last part, Sister Pam? For complete and total healing. Okay, thank you so much. 
Thank you. No problem. Good morning. My name is Bustola. Um, today, yeah, today is my daughter's birthday. She's 19. I've not seen her in like 18 years. She's, she was supposed to spend the weekend with her grandma, and her grandma took her. We have been trusting God to see her with my other son for like 17 years now. So I would appreciate if you join me in prayers that I'd be reconciled with them. Amen. Amen. Sister, can you spell your name for me? It's B U S O L A Busola. Thank you, Sister Busola. Good morning. It's warm. Happy Happy uh, Monday. Everybody, be blessed. Good morning. Happy Monday. Good morning. Happy Monday. Thank you for joining us. Good morning, Leticia. Good morning, DV family. Happy Monday. Good to hear you, Leticia. Thank you so kindly. Good morning. Good morning. Happy Monday. It's Leticia from Arizona. I'm your greeter this morning. Did anybody else join the line? I'd like to say good morning. Good morning, Declare Victory. This is Sister Veronica. Good morning. Good morning, Sister Veronica. Good morning, Sister Happy Monday. Blessings to everyone. And I'm saying a happy heavenly birthday to Pops. He would have been 88 today. He passed December 23rd, first time, but we're celebrating. So I just wanted to to rejoice with my family this morning. Love y'all. Love you too. Thank you for sharing that. Good morning, Sister Sylvia. Happy Monday, everybody. Good morning. Good morning, Victory family. It's Pam. God bless you all. Have a blessed day. Good morning, morning, family. It's Lisa. Um, Lakeisha from Arizona. How's your husband? Thank you, Jesus. Um, Thank you for asking. He's doing better. Not off the wood. He's doing better. Thank you. Amen. Good morning. Well, Victor family, if there are no other greetings I would like to come through, but I'll start with the business at hand. Good morning, Sister Tracy. Oh, morning, Sister Tracy. Before we move forward, I can ask that everybody take a look at their phones and press the center mute button. Uh, so a little bit of feedback. So again, if everybody can take a look at their phones and press the center mm-hmm. mute button, we can go ahead and get started with the business at hand. Hello again. Welcome, welcome to Declare Victory. I'm Leticia from Arizona, and I am your hostess this morning. 
We are a prayer call that meets Monday through Saturday, starting at 6 a.m. Pacific time, here to edify, empower, encourage, and equip you to walk with Christ. Please feel free to invite a friend so they can be blessed too. If you have been joining us for this month, our theme has been on the topic of purpose. We hope that you have enjoyed the messages. Be sure to join us in February for the monthly theme will be entitled Position. You do not want to miss what God wants to teach you on that specific subject. There are two announcements today. First, Please join us tonight and every Monday night for Marriage Matters, for married couples, and for married hopefuls. You can call in at the same phone number tonight from 6.30 p.m. to 7.30 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. You will be happy that you did. Second, we would like to offer you an opportunity to put God first in the area of your finances. Our mission at Declare Victory is to offer sound declarations based on the biblical truth along with prayer during the week and outreach participation to serve our communities in need. Will you partner with Declare Victory by giving and supporting our mission? There are two ways to give. DeclareVictory.org or PayPal.me backslash DeclareVictory or Cash App, the dollar sign, I Declare Victory Now. We pray many blessings by a Heavenly Father be returned to you for giving and trusting in Him. There are no prayer requests on the app. However, there are two spoken ones. One from our sister Pamela. She wants to pray for her mom who is still in the hospital. We want to join with her so we can pray for a complete and total healing. The second one is from Sister Busola, prayers for her daughter, next safely. The order of the call today is the prayer and corporate praise we brought by Gloria, the declaration we brought by Eric. Then we'll go right into closing comments, host about it, declare. Again, the order of the call today is the prayer and corporate praise we brought by Sister Gloria, the declaration we brought by Eric. Then we'll go right into closing comments. Host about it, declare. The scripture for today is Ecclesiastics 12, verse 13 and 14. Now all has been heard. Here is the conclusion of the matter. Fear God and keep his commandments, for this is the duty of all mankind. For God will bring you every deed into judgment, including every hidden thing, whether it's good or evil. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading, hearing, and doing of his holy word. At this time, I ask that you please double check, triple check your phone to make sure the standard meet button is on as the call is being recorded and we'd like to preserve the integrity of it. I now pass the call off to the prayer warrior of the day. Have a blessed day, declare a victory. And thank you again for joining us. Let us prepare our hearts for prayer. Eternal God, our Father, we bless you and worship you. Lord God, we thank you for allowing us to 
receive this day, God. Thank you, Father God, for breath in our lungs, Lord God, for being able to move, Lord God. We thank you, Father, for your Holy Spirit being with us even now, God. For you promise we're two or three touching and agreeing on anything, God, that you'd be in the midst, God. So we thank you for you are here, God. You are with us, Lord God, and we honor you. We reverence you. We magnify you, oh God. We ask forgiveness for all of our sins, Lord God, those things we willingly did that were contrary to your will and your way, Lord God, where we sinned against you, God, forgive us. And Lord God, those things that we unknowingly, not even paying attention to, Lord God, that that uh, that dishonored you, Lord God, and were sinful against you and your purpose and your will in our lives, forgive us. Wash us clean and white as snow with the blood of Jesus. Purify our thoughts, our motives, the intent and meditation of our hearts. Help us, oh God, to be on one accord, submitted and humble before you, God. Father, just have your way in us, in the mighty name of Jesus. Holy Spirit of the living God, have your way on this call this day. We thank you, Father, for calling us and drawing us to declare victory. We thank you for the word that you placed in Brother A, Father God, but Lord God, that you will minister to us. Lord God, thank you for him and thank you for the study time and the prayer time. And thank you, Lord God, for us coming, Lord God. We thank you that we are good ground, Lord God, that your, your seed will be planted in good ground, Lord God, and bring up, Lord God, fruit to glorify, magnify, and manifest your kingdom here on earth, even as it is in heaven. So God, we just bless you. Thank you, Father, for every person that's on the line, Lord God. Thank you for every family that's represented. Thank you for your keeping power, Lord God. Thank you for your healing and delivering power, Lord God. Thank you, Lord God, for blessing Pam's mother, Father God. And Lord God, for her being, even though she's in the hospital, Lord God, we know that you are with her, Lord God. Thank you for your healing virtue being released to her, Father God. Thank you for giving her strength, Lord God. Thank you, Lord God, for healing her from the top of her head to the bottom of her feet, Lord God. Father, in every area, physically, spiritually, emotionally, Lord God, thank you for manifesting your healing and delivering power, Lord Jesus. Lord God, thank you for uh, Sister Brusella, Father God, and her her daughters, Lord God, her family, Lord God. I thank you, Lord God, for divine connection, for you bringing them back together, Lord God. I thank you, Lord God, for you, Lord God, honoring the prayers of a mother, Lord God, who has a desire and a will to and, and, and love on our child, Father God. So, Father God, I thank you, Lord God, that you bring them back together. Did you allow, Lord God, uh, reconciliation, Lord God, that you allow peace, Lord God, that you allow healing. Thank you, Lord God. Father God, I thank you for every person that's on the line for it, Lord God, those who may be sick in their body. Thank you for healing, Lord God. Thank you, Lord God, for making a way out of no way, Father God. Thank you, Father God, for all of our needs being met according to your riches and glory, which are by Christ Jesus the Lord. Lord God, we lift to you this world. You know everything that's going on in it, Lord God. And you know the beginning from the end, oh God. Father, we ask your 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 direction, Lord God. We pray, Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, that your will be done, Lord God, here on earth, even as it is in heaven. We pray, Father God, that, Lord God, the, that, the, that the kingdoms of this world are are the kingdoms, are becoming the kingdoms of our Lord and our Christ, Father God. We pray and believe you for revelation, Lord God, being manifested, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God, that you have allowed us, Lord God, to be here, Lord God, to bring forth the very kingdom of God on this earth. So, Lord God, bless every family, Lord God, that the love of God will abound, Father God, in marriages, Lord God, in relationships between uh 
parents and their children, Father God, in relationships between siblings, Lord God. Let your peace abound. Let your love abound, Lord God. Let your grace, Lord God, be shared from heart to heart, Lord God. Father God, thank you for the spirit of forgiveness, Lord God. Father God, for any where anybody has had any art, Father God, or is even now carrying art, Father God, we ask in the mighty name of Jesus that you, Lord God, will give them the will and the desire to forgive, Lord God, to not hold offense against anybody, Father God, but Father God, to forgive even as they've been forgiven. For you said in your word that if we don't forgive, Lord God, we cannot be forgiven. You said, Lord God, to forgive us. Your word specifically said, forgive us even as we forgive those, Lord God, who have, who have trespassed against us, Father God. So, Father God, we recognize that if we don't forgive, Lord God, we're holding up our own blessing, Lord God. And Father God, we know that you placed us here, Lord God. We're set here specifically, Lord God, to be am- ambassadors of your kingdom, ministers of reconciliation, that no weapon that's formed against us will prosper. And every tongue that rises up, you yourself condemn because our righteousness and our heritage is established in you, Lord God. So, Lord God, every place, every person in leadership, Lord God, we ask your blessing, Lord God. We ask, Lord God, your direction in their lives, Lord God, not only because not only for their lives, Lord God, for, but for everybody that they have impact, that they have authority over, Lord God. Father, we pray for those that are in jail and in prison, Lord God. We thank you for your favor, but Lord God, being with them. Lord God, we pray your peace upon their minds, Lord God. We pray, God, you are the attorney. You're the lawyer that's never lost a, a client, Lord God. You're the chief advocate, Lord God. You're even the chief judge, Lord God. So, God, we ask your, your, ver- your forgiveness, Lord God, your, Lord God, uh, uh, um, your that you would re, that you would forgive, Lord God, and that you would give grace, Lord God, in the lives of your people, Lord God, Father God, in the lives of those that may be incarcerated, Lord God, we ask your protection and your provision. We pray for mothers and fathers and sisters and brothers that are worried about their loved ones, Lord God. We ask, Lord God, my God, I will see that even in the midst of the physical separation, that the 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 emotional love, Lord God, and support. And, and and unconditional love, Lord God, will be manifested even the more, Lord God. Father God, I thank you for healing in the name of Jesus. I thank you for healing, for em- emotional healing, Lord God, for those who may be shut out and shut away, Lord God. I thank you, Lord God, my see that they may be away, Lord God, physically, Lord God, but you are with them. They're not shut away from you, Lord God. So we thank you for your healing and your deliverance. We thank you for your power to save, deliver, and to set free, Lord God. We just bless your name, Lord God. Thank you for Letitia. Thank you for John, Father God. Thank you for healing John's body in the mighty name of Jesus. And Lord God, even those that have prayer requests, Lord God, that they may not have uttered, Lord God, we just bless you for your victory in the mighty name of Jesus. And I I beseech you, oh God, to just have your way in this in this time of prayer. And every prayer prayer warrior on this line, I I tell you to open your line up and give praise and honor to the most high God. Take your phone off you and give God the glory. Hallelujah. 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 Oh God, we bless your name. Hallelujah. 
Uh, first of all, I want to start off by saying thank you to Keisha for, for greeting. I want to thank you to my big sister Gloria for, for, for setting the atmosphere with that, that prayer. Um, and once again, to say uh, good morning, everybody. Uh, happy uh, Monday. Uh, the beginning of a new week. Uh, and it's been a long time since I've been uh, before you to give a declaration. Um, and so I got a lot to do, got a lot to say. Uh, before I start, let's go once again into prayer. Heavenly Father, Lord, I ask, Lord, that the Holy Spirit will, will speak to me and will speak through me. Lord, use my words your word so that each heart will be filled each mind will will be opened and, and uh that revelation and, and truth uh will ring out in this declaration lord if if, if my name is forgotten if my declaration is is, is, is is forgotten but a soul is saved and life is changed and your purpose is realized. And on that great getting up day, we will sing glory to the Lamb. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Once again, good morning. Um, this month, we have been talking about purpose. And uh, I hope you've been enjoying these uh, declarations. Uh, they have been uh, very, very uh, good. Not just good, but there have been some great uh, declarations. So I want to talk about purpose. Uh, Today, I want to talk about not just having purpose, but understanding that there may be some of you who are struggling to find your purpose. There may be some of you who are um, are kind of lost in 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 in, in your act of of, of defining uh, your purpose. Uh, and so, I hope this declaration will give uh, some encouragement, some some enlightenment. Uh, some uh, some guidance, but I do want to say that um, sometimes we can get caught up in purpose, 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 purpose. But you cannot fulfill your purpose. I say once again, uh, and before I go any more, uh, go any further. There's somebody whose uh, phone is off. So I want to encourage y'all to check your phones, make sure everybody's on mute, practice your mute ministry. Now I'll give you a minute to do that. Okay. And so you you as I was saying before, you will not be able to fulfill your purpose until you your your character is transformed and, and until your heart is, is is softened, until your um perspective is realigned to to not uh, a carnal or or, or, or worldly uh, perspective, but a divine, a kingdom perspective. It is only new in, when these things begin to happen in the process of finding your purpose that your purpose will be fulfilled. So I want to talk about a few things uh, uh, about purpose, uh, and I've broken them down into this: purpose discovered, purpose delayed, purpose dispersed purpose displayed and deciphered. Once again, that's purpose discovered, purpose delayed, 
purpose dispersed, purpose deciphered, and purpose displayed. And um, on the background for this purpose is going to be a story. I'll tell you a story, a story that everybody knows. A story by a young man, a young man born into a blended, um, discordant, dysfunctional family. Within this family, he has, he has uh, 11 brothers. In this family, there's including four baby mamas, a reformed father, and uh, this story occurs in the first chapter, I mean, the first book of the Bible, Genesis. If you haven't already uh, discerned who I'm talking about, it's a young man named Joseph. And so, um, I want to talk about Joseph, and, and you probably know the story about Joseph, the Joseph and his coat and, and everything that he went through. And so in this story, we're going to be talking about purpose and what God revealed to me. But before we get to Joseph's story, I want to um, backtrack a little bit. Because Joseph has a very famous father. His father's name is Jacob. Because you, sometimes in order to find out where the origins of our purpose is, we have to realize that, that our purpose uh, can sometimes originate from family members, from, from, our, from the people who, who, whose loins we sprung out of. So Joseph's father is Jacob. And so hopefully you know the story about Jacob too. Jacob is a little trickster, a little sneak. And, 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 um, and, and uh, Jacob's a mama's boy too. He has a brother named Esau. A little bit older, fraternal twins. And so what happens is uh, uh, Jacob, to make the long story short, Jacob goes to steal his uh, birthright from his brother. The brother gets mad, wants to kill him, and so Jacob has to, to leave. And so he goes back to, his, to the place where his family originated from. And so Jacob's going there and everything, he, and, and, and he's going to his uncle later, and he sees this girl, a girl named Rachel, and the same uh, Jacob was in love with her. He laid eyes on her and he said, mm, she's formed. And so he goes to his uncle and says, listen, your daughter's so fine. Look, I'll do anything you want. And Jacob, and David says, well, I want you to work seven years. And Jacob does that. Jacob works seven years. And, and, and the Bible says that the seven years pass just like that. See, when you're working for something that you love, when you're working at something that you're passionate, time seems to fly away like this. But I don't know if he was on, on, the, on the call Saturday, but uh, my nephew Moses, he, he talked about uh, the difference between passion and purpose. And so uh, getting back to the story, Jacob, uh, Jacob goes, he set up the wedding. Jacob pulls a fast one. He gives Jacob his older daughter, Leah. Jacob finds by gets mad. Jacob says, that's okay. Listen, work seven more years, you can have Rachel. But you have to have Leah first because she's the first one. Okay. And so work, Jacob works seven more years. He has Rachel. 
So what is the uh, object of your story? The object of the story is you work it for purpose. Sometimes, you know, your passion can sometimes be supplanted by your necessity. Now, I could go on about Leah being, being the daughter of necessity and, and, and Rachel being the daughter of passion. And sometimes when we're doing our, our purpose, it may, our passion may be for some things, and we'll work diligently for that, but sometimes God will redirect us into our, uh, uh, our necessity. The things that we need to do that we may not always like, that we may not always think we should be partnered up with, but it's integral to integral into the training and the building up of our purpose. You see, because Jacob worked 14 years, he was already begin to, beginning to model to his sons the meaning of a good work ethic and the meaning of pursuing your purpose through your passion and also through your necessity. But I digress. Let's get back to uh, let's get back to uh, Joseph. And so when we see, uh, and if you want to read the story of Joseph, you have to go to Genesis 37, 37, 38, uh, chapter 40, and it goes all the way to 50, with the brief uh, interval on 39. But I want to talk about purpose discovery. So I want to read from you Genesis 37, 5, and 10. Thirty-seven five says this, and, and uh, no, I'm sorry. Let me start with verse uh, three. Now Israel loved Joseph more than all of his children because he was the son of his old age, and he made him a coat of many colors. Now, you remember when we talked about the, the, the four baby mamas, and we also know that, that, uh, that Rachel was uh, Joseph, the apple of, I mean, apple of Jacob or Israel's eye. And so when she brought him a son, he favored his son more than anybody else. Now, he loved his son. He loved all of his sons. But he loved Joseph more. And he favored Joseph. I'm going to tell you right now, the reason why Jacob, uh, Jacob, uh, Joseph was favored because he came from the right bloodline, right? You see, his father loved him. He came from the right bloodline. And because he came from that bloodline, he was favored more. And I just want to tell you that as children of the king, that God loves all of the people on earth, black, white, red, brown, all children, all people, great and small. But he has favor for those who are in his bloodline. So if you're the king, child of the king, you're going to have favor, okay? You've got a coat of many colors, okay? Somebody, somebody who's a child of the king has, has, uh, has, has a spark, has a, uh, has a vitality uh, uh, about them, okay? Not everybody's going to like that. Just like uh, everybody didn't like Jacob's coat of colors. He was flashy. Children of the king are flashy because of what's within us. And what's within us is not always going to meet with everybody's approval. And so we come to purpose discovered. 
going back to Genesis 37, verse 5. Joseph dreamed a dream, and he told it his brethren, and they hated him yet the more. And he said unto them, Here, I pray you this dream which I have dreamed. For behold, we were binding sheaves in the field, and lo, my sheep arose and also stood upright. And behold, your sheaves stood around about and made obeisance to my sheep. And his brethren said to him, Shout thou indeed reign over us, or shout thou indeed have dominion over us? And they hated him yet the more for his dreams. And he dreamed yet another dream, and told it to his brethren, and said, Behold, I've dreamed a dream more. Behold, the sun and the moon and the eleven stars made obedience to me, or bowed to me. And he told it to his father and to his brothers, and his father rebuked him and said unto him, what is this, this dream that thou hast dreamed? Shall I and your mother and your brothers indeed come to bow down ourselves to you, to this earth? And his brothers envied him, but his father observed the same. Purpose discovered. So, so all of a sudden, Jacob has this dream. He has this dream. In fact, he has two dreams. I want to talk to you about... Uh, uh, dreams and visions. And, and you see these dreams and visions began to awaken into Joseph a purpose which he did not uh, know where it, was, where it was going to go, or he did not know how it was going to end up, or he did not know the process he was going to go through, but he knew that God had spoken to him. And I want to tell you today, what kind of dreams do you have? Okay, when you're discovering your purpose, what kind of dreams, what kind of visions do you have? I want to tell you this, that when you begin to, 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 to discover your purpose, God's going to uh, talk to you. Now, it may not be dreams. It may not be dreams as vivid as, as, as Joseph. And it may not be uh, uh, the type of visions. But God will begin to work things out for you. You know, you'll, you'll find yourself thinking about situations or imagining yourself in situations. Also, I want to tell you this. See, the reason why God talked to uh, uh, Joseph in dreams and visions because Joseph had a walk with God. He had a relationship with God. And so God may not be speaking to you in these vivid dreams already, but if you're walking with God, if you're developing a right relationship with God, then he's going to begin to reveal your purpose. You can discover your purpose. The discovery of your purpose begins with your relationship, your walk with God. So go back and think. If you're try, still trying to think about your purpose, what has God been talking to you about? What have I been imagining myself to? Now, as we go back down, he begins to tell his brothers and his father his dreams. But let me tell you, when you begin to tell your dreams and you begin to tell your vision, when you begin to reveal your purpose, to others, you're going to have haters. Okay? You're going to have people that don't like you to dream big. You're going to have people who have no purpose in life, who are walking around aimlessly. They aren't going to like you. They aren't going to want to hear. And they, could be, they could be your friends. They could be your coworkers. They could be people who really thought that would never envy you, even members in your own family. So I want to caution that if you're in the uh, discovery mode of your purpose, 
to let you know that just like uh, Joseph, everybody's not going to understand your purpose. I want to let you know that everybody is not going to receive your purpose. And so sometimes it's good not to let your purpose be known to everybody. You know, when you discover your purpose, you, you know, you, you begin to uh, uh, work on it, you know, and, 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 and work on it with, with God and yourself. Begin to, begin to build it. Begin to, you know, begin to understand it. Just don't go out and, and, and tell everybody, all right, because you're going, like I said, you're going to have your haters. And the enemy will work through people to try to discourage you. You're going to have people that will doubt your purpose, doubt your vision. And, like I said, the enemy will work through people, situations, to try to kill the dream. And that leads us to purpose delayed. Now, as we go on um, to verse 18, the brothers was already not liking uh, Joseph. A little snot-nosed kid. But uh, uh, Joseph was kind of a snitch, too. You know, if you're from the hood or anything, nobody likes a snitch. Nobody likes to tattletale, right? And so, you know, Joseph's, uh, uh, Israel's sons are working for him, but, you know, they're catting off. They, they, you know, they work for the old man. It's the family business, but they're not really treating it like it is. They're just doing what they want to do. And Jacob, you know, he's trying to think he's doing the right thing. He goes back and tells daddy. I'm going to tell daddy y'all ain't doing that. So they already don't like him. They already think he's flashy. They already think that, you know, this purpose, this dream that he's talking about, is 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 really uh, not ingratiating themselves to him. So when they find out he's a snitch, and they find out he snitched on him, that's just the icing on the cake. So here comes Jacob, verse eighteen. And when they saw him far off, even before he came near unto them, they conspired against him to slay him. And they said to one another, Behold, this dreamer cometh. Come now, therefore, and let us slay him, and cast him into some pit. So Jacob comes to his brothers, thinking, you know, everything's all right, even though, you know, snitched on him, even though they, they, you know, they think because of the way he revealed his purpose that they think he's better. And there's always going to be people like that. There's always going to be people who think because you're doing the right thing uh, um, that you're better than them. And like I said before, the, en- the enemy will conspire to kill your purpose. And so what they do is they throw, they, they take off Joseph's coat, they throw him in the pit. The pit has nothing. It's, it's, it's water. He can't get out of the pit. He's, he's down there. He's crying out for help. He's falling on deaf ears. Purpose delayed. Sometimes when our purpose seems to be delayed, remember I said seems to be delayed, sometimes we can find ourselves in a pit. And what is your pit? Is your pit your job? Your pit of, of, of persecution and, and um, opposition? Is, is, is your pit family and friends? Is your pit... Uh, um, uh, 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 
seeming like situations that seem like you can't climb out of, but you've got this purpose, you've got this path, but all of a sudden you find yourself in this deep hole, a deep hole in your life. Maybe it's depression. You find yourself in a pit, and it seems like you can't get out. And so purpose is delayed because you're not focusing on your purpose. All you're doing is focusing on trying to get out of that pit, wondering why you're in this pit, wondering how you can get out of this pit, because this pit seems to be insurmountable. The walls you cannot climb. You're in there. You, you, you don't have anything to, to quench your thirst. You, you don't have anything to, to, to eat. You don't have anything to nourish yourself of, uh, your sense of being. And you're in a pit because the enemies put you in there. And you're crying out, you're crying out, and it seems just like, just like Joseph, nobody's listening. So we know, we know what goes on. Joseph's brother sells him into slavery. He goes to work for, the, for, for, for Potiphar. And it seems like the situation went from bad to worse. Lord, I was thrown in this pit. I'm taken out of the pit. Now I'm, I'm put into a slavery position. I'm working for somebody that I, I don't even know. That I'm working in it. I'm working in this job that that's not meant for me. But even in this situation, God is favoring him. We're gonna get back to that at the end of the declaration. So even though he's, in, he's, he's a slave, because he's working, because of his, his right standing with God, because of his relationship, because the kind of attitude that he has, that he brings to even this job, is one of righteousness, is one of, 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 um, of, of a good work ethic that incidentally he got from his father, Israel. And so because of that, even in the midst of this, of this slavery, and sometimes, you know, we're working at, sometimes we might, you might be working at a job right now. You feel like you ain't nothing but a slave. You don't see no end in sight. But even in, the, in this situation, God is promoting him. God is favoring him. Because in all this situation, Joseph does not give up. Does not give up on God. Does not turn his back on God. And so because of his walk, because of his relationship with God, because he enters this job, this uh, situation like a kingdom man, God promotes him. We go on a little bit more. Sometimes, you know, when you, when you get promoted, there's always something around there with the, uh, with the enemy going to try to kick, kick you down. So he falls, he falls into this thing. Uh, Potiphar's wife, she wants him. He says, I can't do it because he wants to do right. You know, she concocts this whole thing, and he goes from bad to worse and from worse to worser. I know that ain't a word, but you know what I'm talking about. Potiphar sends him to jail. He's in jail. Once again, though, a bad situation, God does what? Promote him. And so he's been in jail. He's went from uh, a slave to convict. But all the while, he's still walking with God. 
and purpose is still being engendered in him. And so and, and, and while he's in jail, uh, one of Pharaoh's two, two uh, workers come in there, the butler and the baker, they have this dream. Joseph is able to um, interpret these dreams. But you see, in the beginning of the story, Joseph had a dream where 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 had this big grand dream. But where he finds himself now is in the prison. Can't go nowhere. He's stuck. And his purpose is dispersed. See, when you're stagnant in the poles, your purpose is at a place where it cannot be realized. Um, it's still going to function. It's not on the scale that God intended it to work. So he's still doing his purpose. He still ministers to, to his butler and to the baker. He tells them their dream. And, and after, after a couple of days, they're released back in the foul. And he tells the baker, he says, listen, I don't need no money or anything. He says, just remember me. Listen, when you get the foul, man, just put in a good word for me, man, so I can get up out of here. But at the, at the end of the uh, chapter, chapter 40, it finds out that, that once the butler gets back in his job, he, he forgets them. Have you ever ministered or you ever uh, accomplished your pur- purpose and ministered to somebody and, and with the hopes of, 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 of this will open up an opportunity to you to get out of bondage, get out of the prison of your mind, get out of the prison of your circumstances? And as soon as that person gets back on, they forget all about you. They don't even think about you anymore. But still, you've done your purpose. It just hasn't fully got there. You may ask yourself, why? Why is my purpose being dispersed? When I know in my heart that my purpose is to do this, but I'm only doing little things here and there, I still can't get out of this prison. Purpose needs to mature it. I'm, I'm going to tell you right now, it needs to grow. And sometimes if you find yourself in a place of bondage, if you find yourself in a place where you're locked down and locked out, it's God telling you that your purpose needs to mature. It needs to grow up, okay? It's just like a child learning how to walk. A child doesn't learn how to walk like then. A, a child learns how to take baby steps, and, and a child will fall and get up and fall again until they learn how to walk. And that's what your purpose is like, okay? Your purpose, when you find yourself in this situation, the only thing is, is that your purpose is in training. You need to be trained. You're not ready to go out there and, and accomplish everything that your purpose is. So we know that Jacob, during this time that he's going into Egypt, and this time that he's in, in, in jail, he's been in jail about 10 years. It's been 13 years. Jacob came in in the part of his house when he was 17. He's now at the age of 30. And he still hasn't realized his purpose. Or so he, or, or so he doesn't think so. But he's been walking with God. He's been doing his relationship with God. God hasn't left him. God has promoted him. Maybe not to the point where he thinks he is. But God has been with him. God has been engendering this purpose. So we get the purpose displayed. 
Genesis 41 and 8 says this. Remember, uh, Jacob's still in, in jail. And his boy is back in the, in, 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 in the Pharaoh's house. And so he realized the Pharaoh has a dream, and he can't, and he can't get a dream. And, says, and they said to him, we have dreamed a dream, and there is no interpreter of it. And Joseph said unto them, no, I'm sorry. I got the wrong one. I'm sorry. Uh, Genesis 45. Hold on just a second. Sorry, 40, Genesis 41 and 5. So Pharaoh awoke and he slept and he dreamed. And, and, and behold, seven ears of corn came up upon one stalk, rank and good. And behold, seven thin ears and blasted up with the east wing sprung up after them. And seven thin ears devoured the seven rank and four ears. And Pharaoh awoke and behold, it was a dream. And it came to pass in the morning that his spirit was troubled, and he sent and called for all the magicians of Egypt. And all the wise men thereof, and all the fowl told him his dream, but there was none that could interpret them unto Pharaoh, saying, but then the chief uh, butler, the man who was in the jail with uh, 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 Joseph, he said, I do remember my father's day. Pharaoh was wroth with his, uh, was wroth with his servants. And put me in the ward in the captain of the guard's house, both me and the chief baker. We dreamed a dream one night, and he, we dreamed each man according to his interpretation of his dream. And there was there with us a young man, a Hebrew, a servant to the captain of, of the guard, and we told him, and he interpreted to us our dreams. Each man according to his dream, he did interpret. And it came to pass, as he interpreted to us, so it was. Me he restored unto my office, and him he had. The fowl sent and called Joseph, and they brought him hastily out of the dungeon, and he shaved himself, and he changed his raiment, and came in to Pharaoh. Here we go. Purpose is being displayed. All this time that Joseph has been in jail, his purpose has been dispersed. He hasn't been, he's been able to do it a little bit but he can't do it like he was because he's locked up. The purpose now is beginning to be displayed. God is putting him on the stage that he has uh, meant for him. So he's brought before Pharaoh. He tells Pharaoh the, the interpretation of the dreams. And he tells Pharaoh what he needs to do. Pharaoh was so impressed by Joseph, so impressed by this display of, 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 of Joseph's talent and his purpose that he gives all of his, he gives all the authority of the kingdom to Joseph. He makes him the chief administrator, CEO. The only, more, only man more powerful than Joseph in Egypt is Pharaoh. And so, he gives Joseph the task to make sure that all the food is saved up and all the food is, 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 is stored up so that when the famine comes, 
that Egypt will be able to seize the nations. Those are purposes now being displayed. All the things that he did while he was at Potiphar's. All the things that he did while he was at in jail. He's doing on a worldwide scale now. When you have done all you can at the right time, at God's time, your purpose will be displayed for the benefit of all those that God purposed you to minister. Now remember, back in Canaan, Joseph's family is still there, and they and they suffering because there's no food. Meanwhile, God has put Joseph in a position where his purpose can be displayed for all to see. And so, if we, as you fast forward the story, the brothers come come down there. They 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 come to Egypt. They don't recognize uh, Joseph. He gives them the food, he kind of plays the game for them to get all of the brothers back. They come back again, and they bow before them because he threatens to, to hold their, 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 um, their youngest son. Because in that moment, Joseph reveals himself to them. It is in that moment that Joseph's purpose is deciphered. And Joseph tells them that he is their brother, that not only does he have food for him, for them, but he has a land for them. And so he says, bring daddy, bring uncle Ray Ray, bring auntie, bring Pookie, and all of them, I got a place for you. I know you thought I was dead. You thought, I know you thought you were never going to see me again, but here, this is my purpose. Joseph's purpose wasn't to be ruler. His purpose was to minister. His purpose was to save. His purpose was to preserve not only the life of his family, but of the world. You see, it was in that instance that Joseph found out exactly what his purpose was all about. End of the story, the father dies. We automatically think now the father's out the picture. Joseph's going to take his revenge. So they come to Joseph. Joseph says, nah, I don't have no hate for you in my heart. He says in, in, in Genesis 15, 20, that what you meant for evil God meant for good. And it's in that profound statement that we know about purpose deciphered. What you meant for evil, God meant for good. You see, it's in that statement that Joseph declares that what he found out was that through the pit, through the prison, through the slavery, through the palace, I want you to get this, that he was working his purpose all the time. 
And you see, it's a good thing to realize your purpose, but it's an even greater thing to understand what your purpose is all about. And I want to encourage, I want to inspire somebody right now to say that, listen, regardless of where you are, regardless if you're trying to find out what your purpose is, or you may know what your purpose is, but you're being held up, or you may be in a pit, that God is working his purpose within you. Through all the good times, through, through all the bad times, through the suffering of loved ones, through the loss of job, through the loss of finances, God is working his purpose within you. And the minute you, you know that, the minute you understand that, your character is transformed, that your heart is softened, that your purpose begins to be realized and dispatched within you. See, when you decide for your purpose, see, you can prophesy to dry bones because knowing that God will put flesh on it. When you um, decipher your purpose, you can preach to the masses in bondage. When you decipher your purpose, you can speak life into dead people, places, and situations. You can minister to the miserable. You can endure the imaginable. You can forgive the ratchet, and you can pardon the pathetic. When you understand that what your purpose is. One of the founders of the Seventh-day Adventist said this, Ellen G. White. He said, if we can go to heaven, we can sit down and God will reveal all the days of our life, all of our mishaps, all of our supposedly failures. And when we saw the grand scope of what our purpose was, we would not change a day. Amen. See, when you find out really what your purpose is, it's always been here. It's in you right now. God is working it out right now because he purposed for you even before the foundation of the world. He purposed it for you, and he's working it right now. So I want to encourage you. I want to inspire you to listen. If you feel like you don't have a purpose, keep on. Keep on with your walk with God. If you feel like your purpose is being uh, 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 delayed, keep on. Keep on walking on. If you have your haters who tell you you can't achieve your purpose because you're too fat, because you're too dark, because you're too light, because you're too thin, maybe you need to sit down because you're a woman, because of this color of your skin, because of where you come from, keep on keeping on. See, I can tell you, I can tell you a scripture that says, Seek you first the kingdom of heaven and all its righteousness, and all these things will be added unto you. Well, I can tell you, trust in the Lord with all thy heart, and lean on to understanding, and all thy ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct thy path. And I can tell you also to wait on the Lord, and be of good courage. And those who wait on the Lord, he will renew their strength, and they shall mount up with wings like eagles, they shall walk and not be weary, they shall run and faint not. I'm just going to simply tell you this, a model that we say here and declare victory. Keep coming. Don't know your purpose? Keep coming. Don't like your purpose? Keep coming. Don't understand your purpose? Keep coming. Fighting with your purpose? Keep coming. Keep coming. Keep coming. Now I'm going to end with this. 
God's where your purpose is. Keep coming. And like Pastor Dion always says, you win if you don't quit. Thank you, and that's all for my declaration on purpose. Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you today. Lord, we thank you, Lord, that you have purposed us. Lord, that you said in your word that you have preordained us for good works according to your glory. So, Lord, I ask, Lord, for those, Lord, who, who don't know the purpose, Lord, those who are, who are struggling with purpose right now, Lord, that you will open their minds, open their hearts, and let them see the purpose that you have for them. Help us, Lord, to understand, Lord, that even though we may not see the whole picture, that you are the author and the finisher of our faith. Lord, help us to see, Lord, that you are Alpha and Omega, that you do know the end from the beginning. And Lord, according to your word, that the work that was started in, in us will be completed. Lord, help us, Lord, to work. And to that day, when we shall hear, well done, not getting faithful servants and to die to the joy of the Lord. Thank you, Lord. Continue to bless us in Jesus' name. For his sake, amen. Okay, now this is one, uh, this is a part of the uh, time where I want to say, first of all, um, if there's anybody new online, I want to give you a chance, if you had not uh, said hello, to be acknowledged. Is there somebody who's the first time? If so, please identify yourself and who uh, invited you to the call. Good morning, honey. Good morning, baby. You're not first time caller, though. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to first to say I definitely enjoyed this decoration. I, well, I know I'm not supposed to say this right now, but that last part really hit home. I just wanted to tell you that. Great decoration. Thank you, thank you. Okay, so since there's no first time, uh, um, call us. I'd like to open it up uh, for uh, those who did not get a chance to say hello. Uh, now's the time to say hello and be acknowledged. So the line is open. Good morning. This is Swanita. Great declaration. Good morning. Good morning. Anybody else? Good morning, Brother E. This is Gloria. Great declaration. Thank God for you. And I just do your purpose. Do what God called you to do. I appreciate your word today. Thank you. Thank you. Hey, Brother E. This is Cedric, man. Um, thank you for that declaration. Um, this morning, I just brought some things, uh, reiterated some things that I knew and needed to take care of. So. Uh, thank you. Thank you for that declaration. Hey, hey, Brother Seth. Thank you. Good morning, Brother Eric. Rochelle. Great declaration. And this is Juliet's first time calling this morning. Give her a little slack. Love you. <laughs> All right. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say the same thing. This is Sister Didi. It's my first time calling this morning, too, bro. Um, thank you for your share. You were on fire i'm still stuck on when you say minister to the miserable all man good good food this morning love y'all sipping my coffee being proud to be your little sister today on today so good good work bro 
Thank you, little sis. Love you. Good morning, um, Brother E. This is Maximona. Great decoration. Thank you, morning, family. Thank you, Mona. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. This is Janae. Thank you so much for your declaration. Thank you, Janae. Good morning. Good morning. This is Tanya, not Tanya. This is my first time calling this morning. I am your big sister, and I am bigly proud of you. That's not a word. I just made it up. I'm a word artist. I can do that. Um, I thoroughly enjoyed your declaration. And that was my little Missy called Janae. Hey, Janae. <laughs> hey. Hey, thank you, big sis. Um, um, love you to death. Love you to life. I'm sorry. Love you to life. That means a lot. Anybody else? Okay, if there's uh, nobody else, this is the time that we set aside for Love, Life, and Fellowship. So if you have any questions, any uh, comments, uh, anything to add, uh, now is the time. The line is open. Hey, Brother E, can you repeat the... um? When you were talking about, you know, the part when I mentioned the minister to the miserable, there were a few others that you said. Do you, can you repeat those or just post them for me? Okay. okay. Um, uh-huh. I said uh, when you decipher, when you decipher your purpose, you're able to minister to the miserable, mm-hmm. you're able to endure the imaginable, forgive the ratchet, pardon the pathetic. when you know your purpose, that's part. And then I like how you um, refer back to on Saturday um, when Nephew Moses was talking about that. That was so good how you tied it in. So thank you. I really did get so much this morning. I was trying to take notes, and um, and you were talking, so I couldn't get all the – but I know the part, the part about your purpose versus your passion. So just thank you. Good, good stuff. No problem, no problem. You know, uh, as as I was looking for uh, Joseph and, uh, you know, those who do declarations, especially if you're later on in the month, uh, you may have an ideal and then somebody comes with it and, and uh, you might have to change it. Or, you know, sometimes you may come through with, well, let me, let me, now, since, especially since we're doing, uh, you know, we do subjects now. You know, well, let me take it from here, and you know, I, you know, well, I can just, you know, say something about my process, and you know, you might, well, let me, let me try it here, you know, mull over your mind and then, you know, you might have had this, this subject, and, you know, you might even have like three or four subjects, but I know for me, uh, and uh, I remember, I think last week, uh, Kathy Lafleur kind of stepped on the edges. And, of, of what I wanted to talk about. And I was at the process of, well, maybe I should change it. But, but you know, for me, like, like God really just, just talks to me and speaks to me. 
it just comes and it just stays there. It just stays there. And it's like a compulsion. So I knew that God was like, okay, we'll head on and do this. So, But, you know, your purpose can take you all types of places where you didn't even think you would wind up. You know, your purpose can lead you down trails that you, you never thought you would walk, you know. But, you know, when we walk with God, we don't have to worry about that because, like I said, you know, he's, he's the author and the finisher of our faith. You know, he knows the big purpose. He knows the big picture. He knows what purpose starts, was ultimately going to end. So it's just all about trusting in God and understanding that even in our, 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 our lowest days, the purpose is still being fomented among us, you know, almost like a pregnant uh, wife or a pregnant woman. You know, there's going to be days of pain, there's going to be days of discomfort, you know, but that child is still being birthed. You know, it's just, it's just a, a certain amount of time. And, you know, and, and the pregnancy may be hard, but once that is over, the joy that comes over a mother's face, you know, and that's how I kind of see, like, sometimes how we, how we walk our purpose out. So, anybody else uh, have any comments, questions? Hi, Brother Eric. It's Rochelle again. Um, I just want to touch on, I, I always love the story of Joseph, and especially the one where, the, um, uh, you know, when Rachel and the sister and how the dad, you know, did what he did, but also the fact of the brothers and how, and, and you just brought it home for me today, dealing with my siblings and situations and just how to not let situations or siblings or anybody deter you from your purpose. It's not your purpose, it's God's purpose for you. And I'm talking about me. Purpose is purpose, but God's purpose is different that you have to, you know, continue to, you know, walk in the things that he say do. He's always a vindicator, so he's going to give you um, the route to take, even though you see what route you want to go. But if you continue to walk in God's purpose, then, you know, in the end, we win. So your, your declaration was right on point for me today, um, and I thank you for giving me yet another fresh of, uh, a breath of fresh air. So I thank you for your declaration. Thank you, Rochelle. You said a mouthful right I think that's part of the deciphering too. Thank you for that. When we realize that it's really not our purpose at all, it's God's purpose is being formed within us. So that's a great insight on that. Thank you for that. Hey, brother E. This is Gloria again. This is Gloria again. I'm I'm just piggybacking off of what Rochelle just said. That God, our purpose is ordained by Him. It's His word about us. And we know that he protects his word to perform it. He covers his word. So we don't have to worry about, because sometimes just like Joseph, our purpose will take us to places that, like you said, you don't, you had no idea you were going. And they don't always have to be good. A lot of times we be looking for, oh, it's going to be nice. It's this, that. Nah, nah. Sometimes it's going to be some, some struggles and some roughness. But God always will take care of and perspect and cover what he has begun. So I just thank thank you for just bringing that out and and revealing that through your through your study and your your de, uh, declaration this morning. I appreciate you for that. Thank you, Gloria. I, I'm definitely a witness to that. I, I think that's why uh, I, I 
I believe Joseph's um, story speaks so much to me. Uh, now, the places I, I've, I've been, uh, unlike Joseph, were, were of my own making. But what I, what I can appreciate the fact is that, you know, as I look back on my life, I understand now that, you know, even, even on the battlefield or whether behind um, uh, uh, bars or, or whatever, even being homeless at a time, you know, I can look back now and see that God was working. God had placed me in those positions where, where I could touch the lives of people and vice versa. You know, so, um, you know, people always say, you know, if, if, if you could go back, would you, would, you, would you regret the things you do? I don't regret. I, what I do regret is, is sometimes my actions have caused hurt and, and, and have caused pain. But I, I realized that, you know, God was always walking me through it and that, you know, I needed to go through those things to become the man I am now. So uh, thank you for your comments, Gloria. Hey, Brother E, this is Lisa. Um, great share, great teach as usual. Um, I am, um, while looking at the text and thinking about the life of Joseph, um, what everybody's saying, um, I just want to say it a different way. Um, sometimes purpose doesn't look like what we think it should look like. Um, if you look at Rachel, even though she was the beloved, you know, of Jacob, um, she wasn't the one in the bloodline of Jesus. And the one that was despised, Leah, you know, because she wasn't as pretty as the other one. And she was, you know, a castaway, if you will. And she was kind of like, no, nah, I don't want you. I want the other one. Sometimes we, we look at the outer appearance or what we think we want. And it's really not the thing that's going to propel us towards purpose for God's purpose to be accomplished. And if you look at Rachel, she had Joseph and then she had Benjamin and she died giving birth to Benjamin. And so, like, that's kind of the end of her story. Her legacy doesn't end because of those two. But look at Leah. She had the majority of the 12 sons. How about that? And then she had that one that was in the bloodline of, you know, to produce our Lord and Savior, what God set up. So sometimes purpose for us and the process that we have to go through, we don't understand it. We might be the ones that feel rejected or left out or overlooked or small or whatever it might be. But the thing is, some things, and I think you brought this out, some things, like you said with the, the leader of your, um, your, your, your church, some things we will never know until we get to glory and then we can see how it all played out. But we do know that all things are working together for our good because we love God and we are called according to his purpose. And I love to say that they're working out for his glory. Yeah, they meant it for bad, but God turned around that thing because he had much people that needed to be saved because his plan is the thing that's going to prevail. So if we would align our lives up with the word of God, we would have no choice but to walk in purpose with flaws and all, with detours and all, because God's plan, I think Glow said it, is still going to prevail. His purpose in life for us, that expected end that he has for us, that future and that hope, it is still going to prevail. So it doesn't always look like what it really is. And the thing is, we talk about keep going and you win if you don't quit. While we're going, we got to make sure that we are growing. Keep growing. Keep growing. Learn from the stuff that we've gone through and take that thing that might have caused us pain or might make us look, quote, unquote, foolish to the world. He will take the foolish things of this world and despise those that call themselves wise. And you just wait to the end. You'll see. 
Thank you, brother. I love you. Um, thank God for your 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 anointing to teach and the anointing of your life, you and Sister Juliet. Love you. Love you too, Lisa. Thank you. Thank you for that. Oh, that was um that was uh magnificent. Yeah. Um everything you just you just said, you know, if we could just align ourselves. And you know, uh how much more glorious is it? God's work is going to be. God's plan is going to be um it's going to be complete. God's plan will prevail. God's purpose will be realized and dispatched. Whether we want to whether we want to be a part of it or not, bro. How so much more fulfilling in our life than when when Lisa said we align ourselves with God's purpose. Wow. Wow. Great comment. Anybody else have any comments? Well, if not, uh, I won't right. hold you. Excuse me. Hello. Can yes. you hear me? Yeah. Uh-huh. Hi. Thank you. This is Sister Sylvia. I wanted to thank you for your declaration and um, all the points that you made regarding purpose. And one thing that, well, a lot of things stood out, but one thing in particular, is uh, and I think it has already uh, someone spoke about it earlier, and even you mentioned it when you talked about uh, being homeless. And I think about the times of being in my addiction years ago, and all the different things and, and trials and, and tribulations I've been through in my lifetime, and not knowing then at all, you know, what God's purpose was for me, or even why I was here for that matter, thinking it's all about me and what I'm here for, my children or work or career. And just, you know, just being so blessed to realize now and God showing me that, you know, my purpose is to serve him and to be here for him and to help other people. And that, you know, I heard a minister speak before that, you know, when she was in her addiction, she didn't know, but God already knew and already written, had it purposed for her to be uh, into ministry years later. And so even though I didn't know and, and don't know, you know, didn't know what my purpose was, God, it's all written down in God, in the book of life that God has my name, you know, and it just brings me joy knowing he has my name written down and everything that he sees and he purposes for me no matter what I've been through, no matter what I thought. And then in the end, and at this present time, rather, I can acknowledge that, listen to him, and walk into that purpose. And so I'm just really grateful for this whole month of purpose and, you know, the reset, the focus, everything that led up to this. And I just thank God for you, every one of you all, and declare victory to minister and to do your declarations to Help us think, you know, and realize what God has for us. So thank you so much. Thank you, Sister Sylvia. And and isn't it worth it all? It, it doesn't it make things more bearable? The the, the assurance that we have. Blessed yes. assurance that you have. Blessed assurance. Yes. 
that our or that our name is written in the book of life. Yes. And well, I know that that, that, that not, Oh, I'm yeah. so sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, and not you know, and the, the part about not you can't tell everybody your purpose. <laughs> you cannot tell everybody your purpose, especially family, especially those who. Um, you know, give you the label of, oh, you think you're better than or holier than thou and this and that. Um, you just cannot tell everybody your purpose. You know, it, it will manifest. They will see. You know, people, you know, they say, you know, walk by sight. You know, they'll be able to see what God has done and is doing for you. You don't have to tell them. So thank you. Amen, amen. Thank you, Good morning. This is prosperous Pam. This I just good morning. Um I just love the loved your declaration, just how you broke it down and um the history of you know, Jacob and um what I was thinking about is that um I'm continuing God's continuing to show me my purpose as I walk out this life with him. Um and so I wonder if Joseph said to himself at the you know, when he you know, told his brothers that he didn't hold anything against them for, you know, kind of selling them down the, you know, throwing them down the pit, you know, but he was going to bless them instead. I wonder if he even knew at that moment that that was a big purpose. I think there's multiple purposes. What I'm learning in my life as I'm walking it out with God, God's revealing it in me because he knew me before he formed me in my mother's womb. So um, I know I'm saying a lot, but just this conversation about purpose i know in the past people used to always say well, what are you passionate about you know but you know, i'm the the big thing is i think what rochelle had said is this god's purpose i want to do god's purpose for my life and as i'm walking that out he's revealing it to me over in time as i continue to walk with him so thank you so much for um the declaration and all of the comments thank you Pastor. Hey. i i i do believe yeah go ahead oh hey eric i'm sorry you want to comment and then i can go yeah, I, I just want to say I, I do believe uh, that um, God's purpose is, is, is like the sea, and you know um, we 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 have uh, gifts um, that the Spirit gives us. We have talents that have been given us since birth that uh, ultimately lead to the sea. Like if you ever look at at the country, you know we have the Atlantic Ocean, we have the Pacific Ocean. We have some of these mighty rivers, like the Ohio River, the Mississippi River. But you know, even though they're mighty rivers, and you know, you got creeks and lakes like that, they ultimately go, they ultimately flow out to one thing, and that's the sea. So I say that to say this: God's purpose is like the sea, and He may give us things, and He may give us uh, 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 um, alternate, tiny little purposes. I don't know if I can say it like that. I don't know if I'm making myself clear, but they ultimately flow. They give life, but they ultimately flow all the way back into the, to the sea. And so what God gives us to do in the, in the places where he sends us ultimately flows back into his, uh, into his own purpose. So thank you for that uh, comment. Uh, yes. Sister just came on. Hey, Eric, it was me. Um, what I was going to say is that... Uh, one of the things that I kind of chuckled at was when you really, really broke it down and made it, made the lesson um, relevant to today. And you talked about uh, Jacob's faux baby mamas and, 
Smith Joseph. Joseph was a was a mama's boy. It, it has a different sound when a guy says it. You know, just that that whole way you put it. But um, I wanted to I want to encourage somebody. I I'm 60. I turned 60 June 29th. I did not discover my purpose until I was 50 years old. Say lie. I, I, I didn't, I mean, I just, I didn't, you know, I just kind of went through life. I didn't do a whole lot of planning. My fault. Didn't do a whole lot of planning. I wasn't taught that. Um, and I did, you know, I'm not making excuses. It, that was just, that's my life. I wasn't, I wasn't taught really about a bunch of goals and setting goals and objectives and that type of thing. Um, I dropped out of college. I probably would have, I'm sure I would have learned that stuff had I stayed in school, but it was my choice to go and work instead. Um, the amazing thing about work is that God always found, there was always a position. He always positioned me <laughs> so that I could, um, I was elevated on my job to um, positions that were um, higher than those. Uh, so so I, was, I was a supervisor of a department where everybody else had degrees. So, um, but anyway, my point is this, I didn't, I didn't really, I didn't fully, actually I was 49, I take that back. Um, neither here nor this, neither here nor there. I want to encourage somebody who is struggling because, and you're, you may be beating yourself up or feeling really convicted about, you know, you're the age that you are and you still don't know your purpose. I believe my purpose in the way that I look at it was delayed on purpose. Because had I had I discovered my purpose earlier, I probably would have gone ahead of myself. And so I see clearly today that me getting it when I got it is setting me up for today, for, for what is supposed to happen in this dispensation, in this time in my life, based upon what is going on around me and based upon some other things, some other very, very pertinent factors. So. I want to I want to give you this analogy for the person that is you don't you, you don't know your purpose yet. Um you can't be passive about it. Like this understanding your purpose needs to be a great desire. Like it needs to be it 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 is I don't want to use the word obsession, but it needs to be such a priority that you're willing to put other things aside. I don't mean you quit your job or you stop doing the things that you do for your family and that type of thing. I, I mean, laying aside the things that are not important, whether that is, you know, watching a bunch of TV or a bunch of social media or, th th I mean, you know in your life the things that you can set aside. And use that time to intentionally focus on your purpose. And that's not just what comes to your mind that is engaging god it's engaging the holy spirit and asking what is my purpose um uh, god forbid that we follow the religiosity that says we shouldn't question god that's dumb the the, the, the point that the thing that we need to remember is what questions we ask god one of the questions i learned i shouldn't ask him is why why did you let this happen to me now you sound like you're whining. But when I say, God, what am I supposed to learn from this? How, how do I handle this situation? Of course, you're supposed to have questions of God, not questioning his authority. That's not what I mean. But we are supposed to ask questions so that we can get 
the right answers so we can follow the instructions. So all I'm saying is um, that we have to get, not that you're not being, but you have to, we have to get serious about our purpose. Now, I don't, I don't have all of the pieces. Many of the, I've discovered some of the things. So it's not just one thing I'm supposed to do. That's, that's for me. But, but there are other things that are slowly being revealed and I'm slowly seeing the pieces come together for the larger purpose that I have in life. Um, and again, I just want to say it's so important to get serious about, and when I say serious, I mean really get intentional about seeking um, your, God's purpose for your life because you have one. It may not be one that is in the forefront. It might be something that's in the background. Everybody needs a supporting cast. You can't have a production without a supporting cast. So it might not be somebody that's verbal or somebody that's in front. It might be somebody that does something quiet and powerful, like you are the depth of the glacier. Because the glacier is, is the widest, the deepest, the biggest below the surface. Right? So, so don't discount who you are and, and what you believe. But I'm telling you, for me, it was so important. And I'll, I'll close on this, Eric. For me, it was so important. I made a decision that I was going to fast until God gave me the answer. I didn't know how many days it was going to be. I didn't even care. I cut, I cut everything off that I could, and it just so happened that Carl was gone on a business trip at that time. And all I did was seek God, and I'm telling you, it was like the second day or something. God, it was like a floodgate opened, and I still have that information what he gave me and again i'm seeing the pieces come together so i hope this helps somebody that's struggling with i don't know yet i was 50 before i really discovered it thank you eric hey e. yes i wanted this be i just wanted to attach uh, attach what tanya said as well um being 53 but um not to really get so caught up and compare because if you Start comparing yourself to others, and I think that's where, like Tanya was saying, um, getting caught up in that part and wondering what your purpose is or, you know, being too concerned. But for me, and I think when Sister Sylvia said um, not to tell other people your purpose, and that really doesn't matter, and we shouldn't really concern ourselves about what others think or what they'll do because they can't sabotage you because in John 10 and 10, it says it. No one or anything can stop him. It's, your, it's his plan. He has no equal. He has no rival. And he shall reign forever. Jesus did his part to save us, so to give us life and life more abundantly. So our purpose is our purpose. And nothing or no one can stop the purpose that God gave us. And once we get that, it, 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 it'll just flow. So, Tanya, thank you for just lighting that part up. I appreciate you so much, Big Sis and Big Bro, because y'all both older than me. In Jesus' name, amen. Love y'all. <laughs> you had to put that last one in there. Uh, uh, thank you, uh, Tanya. That that was some wisdom that uh, I hope everybody was able to receive from, from Tanya. Um, yeah, you, you, you've got to definitely put it in the work. Um, and, you know, just want to harken back to Joseph. See, Joseph could have, when he, when, he, when he was the slave in Potiphar's house, he could have said, woe is me. I'm just going to do what's, what's, what's necessary. And just to get by. Oh, when Joseph was in jail, he just just sat in that that uh, cell, and you know, do the time, not let the time do him, you know. But he kept pushing on it, and and that key word that the time you said intentional, intentional, you know, 
working, working it out, you know, our walk with God. He talked about fasting and praying, seeking the Holy Spirit. That just helps you come more into your, your purpose. Uh, God has called us. And we are his children. We are treasured. We are fearfully and wonderfully made. We're the best stock. And so having that type of mindset, having that type of attitude will make it easier. We don't, kingdom people don't just settle. They, they, they push. They press on to the prize of the higher calling. Kingdom people do not fit in. We're supposed to stand out. We're supposed to be like cities on a hill. We're supposed to be the light, showing the way. So thank you, Tanya, for that. Wonderful. And, and also thank you for your um, comments to um, be talking about that. Hey, Brother yeah. e, um, I just thought about yeah. something. You know, basically what Didi said, I have a slightly different perspective. I know people can't um, deter our um the plan that God has for our lives, but we absolutely can sabotage and abort God's plan um, through disobedience, through allowing fear to overcome us. Um, and sometimes just because um, we have naysayers around us, just the more that you do share that vision, you just gotta be ready for the opposition. It's gonna come anyway, but sometimes we do make it harder on ourselves based on our choices. Um, Joseph, he very well could have sat down in the pit and said, well, it was me. He could have died in the pit. He could have very well went to jail and been like, you know, forget it, because this dream stuff ain't coming to pass. Somebody lied. You know what I mean? Because it didn't look like what he had been promised. He could have very easily have gone um, and slept with Potiphar's wife because <laughs> he had the opportunity, right? <laughs> so because he didn't want to sin against his God. So that's the thing. It's really about our heart posture towards God and our commitment and being intentional to obey, right? Because then we'll find good success as we hearken into the word of the Lord, right? And set out to do what he set before us. And I'm not talking about imperfection. I'm just saying, recognizing that he's our daddy and he is for us. And he absolutely has a plan, a future, and expected end for us. And the thing is, we make it so hard sometimes, even in the trying to figure it out, instead of just being a child of God, because our steps have been ordered. And what I'm learning to do is walk those steps out. Like Tan said, I'm just coming into some of the things that I know he has for me. Could it have been sooner? I don't know. It don't matter because it's today. It don't even matter. I don't know, and I don't have to know. But I want to do every single thing that he has set aside for me. And some things are going to be greater than others. But I just want to be found empty, I guess is what I'm saying, before him, having completed every assignment that he set up before me when I stand before him. And you know, Juliet, we want to hear him say, well done. My life may not have looked like it was great and grand to anybody else, but if I did what he told me to do and what he assigned me to complete while I was here, hey, that's success. Amen to that. You know, my grandma used to have old saying, and, and, and some you, you may have heard it before. You know, she used to say, baby, they talked about Jesus, they're going to talk about you. And, you know, and I, I believe, you know, when we look at the life of Jesus in the gospel, everywhere he went, man, with, with, with those stiff-necked uh, Pharisees and Sadducees, always, man, always put salt in his game. 
you know, but he didn't let that deter him. And so, you know, we, we have to understand. Um, he even said so too. He said, listen, the world's going to be against you, not because of, of you, because of, because of me. So we, we seek to do God's purpose, uh, understand that we're going to come up against uh, opposition. You know, we're, we're, we're going to counter pit, we encounter prison. But we look forward to the palace. You know what palace I'm talking about. A palace where the streets are made of gold and, and, and the gates are made of pearl and, and the foundations are made of precious gemstones. So, yes, um, Jesus endured the cross for the joy that was set before him, the joy of going back to his daddy and the joy that we would be saved because of what he had to do for us. Come on, yeah, be worth it. Yeah. All right, all right. Joy and purpose. Amen. Amen. Anybody else? Okay, well, I'm going to end. Um, I'm here at work, so it's getting getting late. So I want to thank everybody for, for your, your patience and your time. Uh, I want to thank everybody for the rich dialogue and all the uh, comments. And um, I just want to, you know, challenge, encourage you to, to, to receive uh, everything that was said here. And as we close out um, in a few days, purpose that, that you will um, give attention to the rest of the declares. And, and um, as we move into next week, position, um, I pray that God would reveal to you your purpose, that you will accept your assignment. And like uh, Sister Lisa said, for the joy that was set before you. Uh, there's going to be some things we have going to have to endure. But remember, what God has, has started, if we are faithful, we will, we will complete. All we have to do is just have faith and believe. Uh, I'm going to pray this out. Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you for today. We thank you, Lord, that if we, if, if, if we do not live to see another day, that our purpose will be uh, realized. But I pray that as we leave this call and, and, and we may have a chance to go out, that we may touch, uh, uh, touch a, a person. Lord, I pray that we will answer the call to be light, guiding the way to, to, to your kingdom, that we may be salt, warming, thawing out frozen hearts and making people thirsty for the ever-living waters that we realize our purpose and the ultimate purpose that you called us to make disciples of the nation. So continue to bless those who are on the line. Lord, we thank you in advance for the honoring of, the, of each and every request that came through. And as always, we give you glory, we give you honor, we give you praise this day and the days to begin. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you very much, everybody. Um, for those who are married or are interested about Marriage Matters, um, we'll be doing a declaration tonight, 6.30 to 7.30. Uh, we would love to have you. Um, and have a great day, everybody. God be blessed. Be safe. Love you. Thank love you. God bless you. Amen. Have a blessed day. Bless you, Brother Eric. Have a great day, everybody. Thank you. You too. Thank you. I love you. We love you, Eva. Love you too, Eva. Love you too.
Declare victory. 